Welcome to the Swimming From Home talk show. I'm here with Bria Larson. Um, so I guess, you know, first of all, can you just give me a rundown of kind of your last few weeks and how this, you know, how this pandemic has affected your day to day? Yeah, um, it's been really scary. Uh, USC was open maybe a little bit longer than most places for a while. Um, and then when the governor shut down the state of California, we had to shut down. So that was a little, a little scary. Just And by, at that point, we didn't know if the Olympics were going to be postponed. Um, and apologies for a little Rafa. <laughs> we don't trust him on the carpet right now. So he's just being held. Um, but yeah, so once the state of California shut down, the only real option was to train in the ocean and it's a little bit cold right now and a lot of us didn't have access to wetsuits and so those who did kept training those who didn't couldn't and so we started looking for back people with backyards with pools um but you know especially i think california maybe more than most states was a little bit more paranoid um and everyone was very respectable with social distancing and so it didn't really seem like a good idea to um go knock on random people's doors and <laughs> be like, oh, hey, I noticed you had a pool. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, and then the National Guard got sent to California and I got a little bit nervous that they were going to close the state borders. So I packed up all my stuff and I headed back to Phoenix um, to kind of wait out the quarantine here, which was kind of good so that I could help puppy train. Um, but now we have two crazy dogs. So that entertainment factor has been there. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, um, while being here, I've been able to row, I've been able to run, um, grocery stores are still open. And so outside of not having water to swim in, um, my life hasn't changed too much or I try not to, you know, I'm quarantining and, and not seeing family or friends right now, which is kind of hard too. Yeah. Um, but I have been reaching out to a lot of club teams to do like mental clinics, you know, um, just to, to give the kids a chance to say how they're feeling and to talk about different visualization tactics that we can use during this time and how we can make the best of it and make really good memories um, from this historical moment in you know the world's history right now that we had to go through. Um, but it is really scary. Sorry. <laughs> um, knowing, knowing that some of the older athletes, um, the longer we're out of the water, the longer it's gonna take to get back in. And do we even wanna get back in at this point? You know, Do we wanna train another 16 months um, and so there's a lot of, a lot of options up in the air right now. Um, and I think the best piece of advice, um, I got was from, from many coaches, but I talked to Dave Salo and he was like, you know, you're going to take a break this summer anyways, regardless of whether you wanted to keep swimming. So just take your break now, relax, enjoy the time at home, let your mind heal, let your body heal from all the swimming you've been doing. Yeah. And when pools open back up, take it one step at a time. Yeah, that that does seem like a very a very very good advice. Mm -hmm. um, so that's nice. So tell me the story about the puppy. How long have you had it? Why did you get it? Oh, so this is Rafa. Rafa. And he is <laughs> a little kraken. <laughs> yeah. Um, he he's a sweet cuddler, but my my boyfriend's been wanting a a German sh short haired pointer for quite some time. Okay. And funnily, uh, funny enough, he got it on purpose 
when I was gone in California so that the puppy would bond to him more so that it would be his dog. <laughs> you know, like if you come home, you know, like you're just going to take over and the dog's going to like you more. And I'm like, oh, that probably would happen. Yeah. And then the pandemic happened. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm coming home. <laughs> so we're, we're doing our best to make sure that, uh, He's the only one that feeds him. He's the only one that gives him treats and, and um, trains him. But he's he's great so far as training. He can sit, stay, um, you know, lay down and, and you know, pee and poop on everything. So <laughs> that's been really fun. But he's a, he's a great match for my Australian Shepherd, and they play all the time. So that's been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. How, how else have you spent your days? I mean, do you – do you have that much more free time compared to when you were swimming? Um, kind of. I, I tend to find ways to make myself busy, though. Honestly, maybe if I if I maybe spent four hours in the morning, four or five hours traveling to and from and working out all together, mm. that's probably spent um, managing the dogs. <laughs> um, maybe I get a little bit more sleep, but um, I'm working. I'm working with uh, a lot of, of different club teams with the mental clinics. I'm doing a lot of Zoom meetings, um, you know, I'm just trying to, to take over that build and, and do the best I can with that. Um, I'm in, I'm working right now um, with Airbnb or Olympian Experiences. Mm -hmm. um, it's not going to be open quite yet, but that can be a, that's been a, like a fun little side hustle. Yeah. Um, and honestly, just trying to think of ways to keep myself busy out of water. A lot of, of self, um, like a lot of meditation and visualization and working on the mental skills myself to try and stay sharp yeah. um, and trying to think of new fun exercises to do um, mentally and to, you know, continue to share those with a lot of the kids and yeah. also trying to keep my aerobic base up with running and rowing and um, resistant workouts and yoga. Just anything I can do outside of, of not being in the water. I'm not bored. <laughs> I find enough to do throughout the day that I'm not very bored. Yeah. What, can you tell me any more about the Airbnb thing? That sounded mm -hmm. really interesting. Yeah. So um, Airbnb is now a partner with the IOC, the International Olympic Committee. Okay. Um, and they, so I've actually been using Airbnb as a, as an outlet um, for some lessons, just as a promotional outlet, because you have Airbnb experiences that you can do, mm -hmm. right? So you can go to any new city. So I'm sure there was a ton in Austin um, yeah. that you know, it's like um, get a special tour to all the secret coffee shops places, or um, okay, you yeah. know, learn, learn how to cook, um, you know, whatever meal with this chef. Mm -hmm. And if you go globally, you know, there's people with like um, special farms that you can go feed the animals for that Airbnb experience. And okay. so um, I remember thinking I wanted to help promote some lessons and I was like, I'll just use Airbnb, see if I get any hits from it. Yeah. And then when they find, sorry for the background noise. Oh, it's fine. Just making it more entertaining. <laughs> um, so when they, when they partnered with the IOC, mm -hmm. um, they looked for any Olympian that was already on the platform and they found a few of us, because I've been using Airbnb for a long time, um, like hosting and uh, being a guest. So yeah. they reached out, and I've just kind of been working with them to make um, another, I guess, outlet for Olympians to monetize their image. Yeah. Which has been awesome. really cool. So, mm -hmm. so people book, do people book you as like, 
for a swim lesson through Airbnb? So I have that option on there, um, not right okay. now, um, but I, I do coffee chats. Um, so just like motivational sit downs yeah. um, where we can, uh, so it kind of depends on what they want. Some people just want to hear about your stories. You know, they're just, um, they just want to hear about the Olympic Village or anything else that you've really done. And other people want to sit down and say, how do I, you know, adopt the Olympic mindset? Mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of depends. So I, I kind of talk with them a little bit beforehand and see what, what, what expectations they have out of the visit and then just go from there. Wow. That's awesome. Um, and mm -hmm. so I, I really like it. That, I mean, that seems like something I haven't heard of, but something that I feel a lot of Olympians and certainly swimmers could, um, could benefit from. Yeah. And the, the cool thing also is, is the other Olympians. So in, I know in California, um, that gives out fencing lessons from an Olympian. I'm like, that's so cool. Yeah. Right. Like you're in LA, you're like, you want to go take a fencing lesson from an Olympian? That's awesome. Seriously. That's so great. There's, um, and they're like, I, I think it might be easier for, for other athletes to give their, um, their experience, you know, like you can I don't know, like go, go play soccer with a couple of soccer Olympians, you know, mm -hmm. or, or go ski in the back Alpine mountains with an Olympian. Like those, those are pretty awesome. And, and they, they can charge a pretty handsome amount. Right. Yeah. Um, like I think, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, I'm afraid to, to say the name cause I don't want to mess it up, but I know there's one where her experience is like 2,500 bucks to, to take you on the back ski uh, okay. runs that no one really knows about. And I'm like, well, there's a market for that. <laughs> there's definitely quite a handful of people that would definitely pay it. So good for her, yeah. you know, continue to get paid to do a workout. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so then, yeah, can you, on the other side of how you've been keeping busy, so like you've been talking to a lot of club teams about the mental side of it. What are, maybe a few of the things that you've been saying to these kids who, you know, are out of the pool or kind of freaking out. Um, I know you mentioned kind of recognizing how they're feeling and they get some time to express their experiences. Um, yeah. What has that been like for you? Um, I really enjoyed it. And I think it's really been helping the kids as well. Um, so first I just kind of go around the, the virtual room and say, Hey, why don't you go ahead and, and tell, tell us what's been frustrating and what you've been doing about it. And yeah. a lot of it has been the same thing, you know, like no one, a lot of people have been losing a lot of muscle. I know I have, I think I've lost like 10 pounds of muscle and it's frustrating. Um, yeah. It's going to take a while to get back, but mm -hmm. the, the comforting, the, it's weird to say it's comforting, but it's comforting knowing that the entire world is on pause. And so I make sure all the kids know, I'm like, Hey, people, um, like the, you're not falling behind because everyone's in the same spot, mm -hmm. right? It's like you're there, there might be a few pools out there and, and I'm sorry, that really sucks. But you know, like there's always going to be other club teams that might train a little bit more anyways. So, yeah. uh, but just knowing that it's okay to be where they're at. It's okay to be frustrated and whatever feelings they're having, feel free to feel them. You know, I think it's important to, uh, continue to recognize that, um, what we're feeling is real and we need to learn how to process it. Yeah. Sorry, he's so cute. <laughs> um, 
And then I, I think once all of their, all the teammates have spoken, it, I think it kind of helps them realize that everyone's in the same position. Mm -hmm. And so um, I know if I just had a, I just had to sit down with Phoenix Swim Club and um, I suggested them making a TikTok, you know, like yeah. make a team TikTok, make a team activity, still do team bonding. Um, and they put it out there and I love that they did it. Um, you know, and, and I think that social media right now, and it's social media is huge in swimming in general, all the sports, but I think especially with swimming because we have um, outlets like Swimming World and Swim Swam that kind of help connect us all. Um, so thank you for that. We, we all appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I think that continuing to show creative ideas and giving them an outlet to express themselves and continue to show how much they love the sport has been helpful. Um, I think a, a lot of parents have probably been freaking out a lot as well that their kids aren't swimming because they pour a lot of money in, into their kid's career, right? Yeah. For a lot of money to help them and, and it's frustrating and their kids are probably going stir crazy and everyone's at home together. Um, you know, and so I think it's also important for the parents to be patient and know that their kids are going to be okay. You know, all for the seniors, all the college coaches know what's going on they're not, they're, they're going to take into account, right? All the, the juniors becoming seniors, um, missing out on their, their taper meet. It's heartbreaking, you know? Um, some, a lot of kids had their first sectionals cut and they're not able to go, mm -hmm. you know? And, and a lot of, you know, the, the older Olympians, this is going to be our last Olympic trials. And, and it's like, I've definitely had multiple occasions where I just have to sit and cry because I'm just heartbroken about it. You know, like it's not, it's not coming. Um, it'll be a year from now, but do you want to keep going if this was, was your final ending? Mm -hmm. So, and, and all the NCAA athletes that never got their NCAA championships, yeah. you know, it just, no one knows how to handle the situation outside of just continue to share your feelings and we'll get through it, you know? So there's just a, a lot of emotion and, um, a lot of, of, I guess, turnaround positives that we can still see from it. Um, yeah. Knowing that, you know, ho hopefully everyone right now is safe and everyone has access to clean water and, you know, life will move on. You're being a baby. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think that continuing to, to talk about it and letting everyone continue to express how they feel is, is just going to help the healing process of it all. And, and that's one of the, the main missions that I'm on, trying to reach out to different club teams. You know, yeah. like, we will get through this. It will be okay. I'm so sorry. This really sucks. We all feel your pain because we're all going through the same thing. But hopefully they are able to continue social distancing and quarantining at home so that we can get through this pandemic a little bit faster. Yeah. Fr from this quarantine period, have, have you found anything that you have really enjoyed that you didn't necessarily expect to enjoy about it? That's a hard question. <laughs> um, I like being home with my boyfriend. <laughs> That's been really nice. We've been long distance for five months, so it's nice to be home. That's a huge, huge super bonus. Yeah, um, definitely. Tiger King has been entertaining. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you finished it yet? No, I'm on episode five. 
but it's just getting crazier with each episode. Yeah. How is this real life? And how did I miss some of it? Like the, the, I don't want to like give anything away if no one's seen it, but like the presidency, like, yeah. What? How did I miss that? (laughs) Where's this mood? Yeah. I mean, and he like actually made a run for the Oklahoma state governor. Which, like, I mean, I guess that's similar to, like, Donald Trump being our president, just in terms of, like, the, you know, completely on a left field person on a candidacy. But, yeah, it's just nuts. Yeah. Um, dude, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's quality entertainment. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me also add that, trying to find more time to, like, read books. Um, and just can like do more research on uh, mental training and different exercises and stuff. But um, I, I guess to answer the same question is more of just quality time with people that you're with. And and I know it's it's probably tight quarters for a lot of people, and it might get a little frustrating. But um, there's a lot of beauty in the the um, special bonding that can happen right now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, any any closing thoughts you've got? Um, just everyone hang in there. And I, I think the one thing that's really helped me, honestly, um, is, and, and I know it's not that it's cheesy, but going through and counting your blessings. Like, it's really, really helped. Um, journaling has really, really helped. Um, there's something about there's something about writing it down and that just kind of helps release whatever emotions you're going through. I, we're all feeling it, bud. We're all feeling it. It's all frustrating. It's frustrating. I know. Um, but just going through and, and, and counting all the fun times you've had in the last season and in your entire sim career that you've had so far, um, no matter where you're at and just realizing how great the times were. You know, I, I was talking to some of the Phoenix kids and I was saying, you know, you know, those, those moments in winter training where it's cold outside and the last thing you want to do is get back in the water and you just want like two weeks off. You got it. <laughs> you got your two weeks. This is awesome. <laughs> you know, like try, try to put a little humor in it. Um, and, and having them remember this time and how much they miss swimming and use this as motivation for the next time they're in the water and they're feeling a little burned out. Be like, remember that one time when uh, there was a pandemic and we couldn't swim and how much you wanted to swim? We'll yeah. never back. <laughs> we <work> hard. <laughs> Seriously. Well, uh, awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Bria. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for asking. That was a lot of fun.